Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. The Unveiled Christ, part 22. Are we able to tell exactly when Jesus ascended his throne? Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw a lamb, looking as if it had been slain, standing at the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. The lamb had seven, seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Revelation chapter 5, verses 5 to 7, New International Version. Stefanovich suggests that the events of Revelation 4 and 5 happened while the day of Pentecost was being celebrated, 50 days after the resurrection. Jesus showed himself to his disciples after being raised from the dead for 40 days. After his suffering, he presented himself to to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. Acts chapter 1 verse 3, New International Version. Before being taken up to heaven, he told the disciples, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Acts 1 verses 4 and 5, New International Version. Ten days later, at Pentecost, the inauguration enthronement ceremony of Christ in the heavenly temple took place. It was then that the Holy Spirit was poured out on the earth. Stefanovich. Revelation 5 verse 6 tells us, that the Lamb had seven, seven horns and seven, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. According to Stefanovich, in Revelation 5, verses 9 and 10, the song of the 24 elders, representatives of redeemed humanity, recalls Exodus 19, verses 5 and 6, the flashes of lightning and sounds and peals of thunder proceeding from the throne. Revelation 4 verse 5 compared with Exodus 19 verse 16 the sound of the trumpet Revelation 4 verse 1 compared with Exodus 19 16 to 19 and the summons to come up Revelation 4 verse 1 compared with Exodus 19 20 and 24 also recall the Mount Sinai event the event of the law the giving of the law to Moses parallels the taking of the book of the covenant by Christ in Revelation 5. It should be noted that Exodus 19, 20, Exodus 9, chapter 19 to chapter 20, verse 23, and Ezekiel 1, another major literal background to the throne vision of Revelation 4, were the traditional Jewish lectionary readings for the feast of Pentecost. End of quote. Here a part of Peter's sermon on the day of Pentecost. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, 
he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. Acts 2, 32 and 33. Peter affirms that it was because of Christ's enthronement the Holy Spirit has been poured out upon them. Peter continues, For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. Acts 2, 34-36 this same event, this is the same event the writer, of the, letter, the writer of the letter to the Hebrews is referring to in Hebrews 8 verse 1. Now, the main point of what we are saying is this. We do have such a high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne of majesty in heaven and who serves in the sanctuary, the true tabernacle set up by the Lord, not a mere human being. Hebrews 8 verses 1. And two, Stefanovich also says, according to John, John 7 verse 39, the Holy Spirit could come only after Jesus had been glorified. It was Jesus' death on the cross, his ascension, and his subsequent enthronement in the heaven temple that made the manifestation of the work of the Holy Spirit legitimate and visible. End of quote. Christ's enthronement coronation in, in heaven was also his inauguration as, his, as our high priest and intercessor. The Apostle Paul says of Jesus that when he ascended on high, he led captive a host of captives and he gave gifts to men. Ephesians 4 verse 8. Then in the following verses, he identifies these gifts as those given by the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 4 11 to 14. Stefanovich suggests this as the explanation of John's description of Jesus as a lamb with seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into the earth, Revelation 5 verse 6. The number seven is used to correspond with the number of churches to which John wrote, and these signify God's universal church in all ages. Although the Holy Spirit is referred to as the seven spirits of God in chapter 1 verse 4, chapter 4 verse 5, it is only in chapter 5 verse 6 that he is sent out into all the earth for it was at Pentecost that the Holy Spirit was sent to the earth end of quote the exaltation of Christ upon the heavenly throne at the right hand of the Father took place at Pentecost according to a number of New Testament texts Acts 2 32-36 Acts 13 33-34 Romans 8 34 Ephesians 1, 20-22, Hebrews 1, verse 3, Hebrews 10, verse 11, Hebrews 10, verse 12, Hebrews 12, verse 2, 1 Peter 3, 21 and 22. This occurred after his atoning death, resurrection, and ascension to heaven. Revelation 5, verse 6 recounts the sending of the Holy Spirit throughout all the earth, which occurred at Pentecost. The victory of Christ has already been achieved on the cross and that is resurrection. But some would ask, if Christ had already sat down with the Father on his throne, how is it that we do not see Christ on the throne for most of the rest of the book? Why does Christ's divine throne not become his royal authority and seat of government 
until the foundation of the eschatological kingdom. Revelation 22, verse 1 and 3. And that is at the end of the book. It is understandable why some would, why some would wonder this. Well, Revelation 5 must be interpreted in the context of the already and not yet motive of the New Testament. Christ begins his regal ministry at the scene of Revelation 5. He already reigns over the entire cosmos and does so with all power in heaven and on earth. Matthew 28, 18 and Revelation 2, 27. But Paul states that he must reign until all his foes have been crushed under his feet. 1 Corinthians 15, 25. Revelation 6 to 11 discusses this reign of Christ. However, the submission of all rebellion will take place at the judgment that will take place in the future. 1 Corinthians 15, 24 to 28. John saves Christ's throne appearance for the very end of the book, although Christ's ascension signifies the start of the end. What hope do we have as a result of Christ being enthroned in heaven? How does it affect, how does it affect the Christians today? Christ's enthronement is of great importance to the servants of God who are living at the close of earth's history. The manifestation of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit at Pentecost is the feature that marks the beginning of the growth and expansion of Christ's kingdom. The apostles' preaching of the gospel began with the foundational message about Jesus who had been enthroned as Lord on the heavenly throne. According to Stefanovich, this was the core of early Christian belief, Philippians 2, 6-11, and Hebrews 8, verse 1, and the cornerstone of their preaching, Acts 2, 32-36, Acts 5, 30-31, Ephesians 1, 20, Colossians 3, 1, Hebrews 8, 1, Hebrews 10, 12, Hebrews 12, 2, 1 Peter 3, 22, end of quote. The fact that the, that the Christ, the fact that Christ Jesus is in control, and seated on the throne of the universe, inspired their actions, the actions of the apostle, the actions of the Christian of the first century. It gave them faith and courage to stand, even in the face of fierce persecution and difficult life situations. Acts 7, 55-56, Romans 8, 30-34. What was the result? Multitudes responded to their preaching in faith and acceptance. Since then, Jesus, through the ministry of the Holy Spirit, has been manifesting his presence and the presence of the kingdom of God into his people's reality. The high and lofty Jesus is still in the business of manifesting himself to his people today. He will manifest himself in our circumstances as we go through this life. Our hurts, our disappointments, our sicknesses, our challenges, and our victories. And because he will manifest himself to us, we can expect success in our efforts to do his work. We can expect victory in the hour of temptation. We can expect to overcome the challenges that life may throw at us. The one who imparts the spirit at his enthronement is still giving his spirit today. The Christ who sat upon the throne, the one who is still in control today, will manifest himself to you and give you hope in this hope, in this hopeless, hapless world. Oh God. We rejoice in the knowledge that Jesus is seated on the throne of the universe. We rejoice knowing that all power belongs to him in heaven and on earth. 
May this knowledge give us courage and unshakable faith, as it did the apostles of the early church. Please help us to submit ourselves and allow Jesus also to sit upon the throne of our heart. Amen. Take my will and make it thine. It shall be no longer mine. Take my heart, it is thine own. It shall be thy royal throne. It shall be thy royal throne. Take my love, my Lord, I pour. At thy feet its treasure store. Take myself and I will be ever only all for thee. Ever only all for thee. God bless you, my brothers and sisters.